0: Hallelujah. Praise God. Well, stand up on your feet if you would. Grab your Bible. Open up to the book of Ephesians, chapter 3. We're going to read verses 20 and 21. Two of my favorite verses. You're there. Say amen. Amen. All right. Come on. Let's read together. Ephesians chapter 3, starting verse 20. Now, to him who is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations, forever and ever. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you. Thank You that we can look into Your Word tonight. We thank You, God, for all that You're doing, for Your presence that's here, God. we pray, God, as Your Word goes forth, that You would burn faith into our hearts, God, that You would release dreams, God, that You would even bring a greater passion and a fire upon hearts tonight. Pour out Your Spirit, we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank You. Amen. Amen. Go ahead and be seated. I want to ask you a question tonight. How many of you, you don't have to raise your hand, but how many of you are waiting for fulfillment or the bringing about of a word that God has given you? A promise? Maybe a prayer that you've been praying? Something that you've really been believing for? A dream? A desire? Maybe a vision that God has given you? I believe most of us in this room have been waiting for something. A dream, something that God has put upon our hearts. Maybe even it's a desire that's so close to your heart. A dream that's so close to the passion, the burden that God has given you that you don't even speak of it. Not even a whisper. Because it's so close to your heart that if you wouldn't be able to lay hold of that, you wouldn't know what to do. Is that anybody in here? No. No. In May, I didn't put this together till I was looking at the podcast, Pastor Daniel had preached a message holding on to your dreams. Great, great message. Uh, and that following Tuesday, you must have been traveling, I preached a message uh, entitled, Don't Give Up, which is along the same lines of holding onto the dreams or the Word that God has given you. I hadn't put that together. And what has recently happened, when me and Pastor Daniel, my family, went down to Iggy Gig. Really was a bringing about of a dream and a burden that God had put upon my heart. I don't know if this happens to you, but this happens to me all the time. I'll preach a message or I'll hear a message and directly after that, God will do something in my life that brings it about. Happens to me all the time. Especially when I preach something. And really, at first I want to share my testimony um, mainly about what just happened. I know Pastor Daniel has spoken uh, much of what happened when we were together in Igigik. Um yeah, I wouldn't, even, I can't even put into words how amazing it was to be able to share with him my life. Because if you didn't know, that's where I grew up. Uh, the majority of my life still has been spent there till we were about, till I was about 16 years old. We was when we moved out of uh, the village in Agigik. That's where I grew up. And after that, every summer until 2007 after that, I spent my summers there, June all the way through August. So still the majority of my life has been sent, spent in that place. That's really, that's my home. I was talking to, as I was preaching down there, as God made a way for me to preach, I was telling them, even when the wind blows a certain way here in Wasilla or other parts, you know, I, I catch that, that scent of home. Like, I, you know, that... Part of your mind that you have that holds on to those things that I, I catch it and it's like I'm back there and to be able to go back there uh, it's been five years since I've been there and if you haven't heard my testimony I, I grew up in the village of Igigiki it's e g e g i k if you want to look it up on Google Maps I know I've a couple people speak to me that that's what they did they went and uh, took a look at that uh, it's pretty powerful but Egiak is a village of about 70 75 people in the winter time which if you've spent any time in Alaska that's the majority of the time and so between June and in June and July it might swell to about 2000 people every other time I'm talking about 75 to 50 people that's in the city me and my family we lived on the other side of the river which is about a mile 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 wide with three families. There's three families that lived on that side. and We lived at least a mile apart. So the majority of my life and my time there, there was times I spent uh, my time in the city, but we lived uh, in, in that very small town. And just recently, I shared a little bit about this. Growing up in Igigik, I... Uh, <clears throat> Didn't have very great communication. I'm not going to go into all of it. You can look at the last time I preached and listen to the testimony about that. I'm not going to get into that again. Some of you remember that. Um, <clears throat> but, you know, God has done some tremendous things. And I'm not trying to brag upon myself. I want to brag upon what God has done. And he, He's still doing a tremendous work in me. But when we went to uh, Igigik this time, this is about two weeks ago now, we went down there, me and my, my family, Pastor Daniel came with us that Friday night, we had a service there at the church. There's one church building there. They gave you a community church, the exact same building that when I was, I don't know, even from two years old, I was in that church. Same building. And going in there and being able to to preach was an unimaginable thing. To be able to go back to my hometown where people know me, where I, uh, you know, the, the the only time I've spent there was um, not following God. Does that, I, you know, I don't need to go further into that. Okay. And to be able to go there and minister to the people there, it's an unimaginable thing. Unimaginable thing. Just like he was talking about in Ephesians. And. When I, I remember standing there preaching, and I, I, you know, Pastor Daniel might say something else, but I don't remember preaching very well. It wasn't some pr- profound word out of the scriptures. God had given me one verse that I read, and I felt like I was stuttering and stammering because I was just so overwhelmed with being there. I, I was so overwhelmed, I, I couldn't wrap my mind around it. And then, you know, all of a sudden, God came. And I remember standing there and looking at this couple that was sitting there who had been the, the pastors there when I was a kid. And they were, they were still leading the, the, the church there. And I saw, uh, it was, it's the and Stephen, Nina and I saw Nina, she started crying. And I didn't put it together till later. How they must have prayed for me. How... Even me just being up there was an unimaginable thing. How they had sown seeds into my life and they were able to sit there in the same church that we'd been together. You know God, God desires for us to, to live in that place of the unimaginable. We were, we've been I was talking about that we've preached on dreams recently. God wants to even bring us beyond the dreams He's given us. Dreams in our heart, even uh, going down there was a dream that had been upon my heart. It's something, you know, me and Pastor Daniel, we were in, in Anchorage, uh, was it a month ago or so, and I we had been talking about king salmon, and in that you know we were together, we were driving, and I I, I bared my heart to him. I, telling him that that's something that I've desired um, ever since I, I you know started being in ministry in this church and when I when I said earlier some of you might have something so close to your heart that you don't want to even whisper it because it's so dear to you that was something for me I, I confess that confess that to pastor Daniel I, I I didn't want to say it because it was so close to what what uh, the burdens and the passion and things that God has put up on my heart and as far as I imagined was, you know, maybe going into King Salmon and planting a church there. But to go to Iggyig Iggy, along with that trip and be able to preach in that church, that's beyond what I could ask or imagine. I believe that's where God wants us all to be. In that daily walking in beyond what we can ask or imagine. You can ask Pastor Daniel. Uh, if he started to think about it, that, that would ha- happens, like every day. God blesses you with something that you couldn't even imagine. And that's where we're supposed to walk in. We're supposed to walk in that unimaginable. And real quickly, I'm not going to preach for long, but I felt that God wanted me to bring some things that He's shown me that will that can help you to position yourself to be able to walk in that. To be able to walk in the moving and the unimaginable. To see the dreams that God has put upon your heart move forward and to go beyond that. So just a couple of things. No way is this exhaustive, but this is something that God has put in my, my heart. Number one, how do you position yourself to walk in the unimaginable? Number one, surrender. Surrendering to God. That begins, salvation. You gotta be saved. You gotta be, you gotta ask Jesus into your heart. You gotta be saved. Number one, surrendering to God. Allowing God to heal you. Allowing Him free reign in your life. Being open to saying, God, if there's anything in me that's not of you, or anything that's hindering what you want to do in my life, I want you to show me. I don't want it. It's surrendering to Him. Living a lifestyle of righteousness, a lifestyle of prayer, looking to him for direction. I, I preached a message recently called radical obedience. The gist of that is going beyond just following what he said to do in his word, and what really not doing not going into sin. But beyond that, finding out what he's calling you to do, finding out what he wants you to do, and walking in that. So not just Obedience as in not sinning, but obedience is finding out what he's called you to do and moving forward in that surrendering not only to God but also to authority authority is a tremendous thing too many too often I see people today who have a problem with authority and uh, I, I don't want to dishonor anybody but that you see that a lot with people who church hop they go to church to church to church uh, Because they want to go to every church, but they don't want to be underneath authority. They have a problem with authority. And too often we've seen that in the uh, prophetic, which has given the prophetic a bad rap. People who have a prophetic gifting, but they haven't had any training, and they're not under any authority, and they go to different places. And really, we see people, I've seen many people hurt because of that. The, The greatest revelation God has given me about authority is that, I'm talking about myself. I have authority because I am under authority. The only reason I have authority in this house is because Pastor Daniel extended authority to me. Because Dr. Morocco extended authority to him and authority to me. And because of God's authority. The only reason I have authority and I'm confident in what I do in this house is because I am under authority. Authority releases power. People don't understand that. People think that authority, it it hems you in and you're not allowed to do what you want to do. Authority releases power. That's why uh, when you hear Pastor Daniel talking about the platform, platform of ministry, it's really a level of authority. The platform of ministry is, I'll even quote it, the gift of an area of influence that's been given you as a result of another's ministry. It's, let Let me just give you an example. Right here, right now, this is a gift. Being up here is a gift that's been given to me as a result of Pastor Daniel's ministry, as a result of Dr. Morocco's ministry. We have to be under authority, surrender to authority. You know, God will use men and women to speak into your life and disciple you. One of the reasons for authority, that's one of the reasons you need to come under uh, the covering of a church and uh, coming under authority because God wants to use men and women to speak into your life and to discipline you. And we need accountability and training. How do we position ourselves to walk in the unimaginable? One, surrender to God, surrender to authority. And faithfulness. Faithfulness, doing what you said you would do, when you said you would do it. Being faithful, saying yes—you know—that's really in where because it's because of faithfulness that I'm where I am today. It's, I, I tell people this all the time. It's not because there's something special about me, though there is. God's made me special. He's made me unique. I'm His favorite. You're His favorite. But uh, there wasn't something special that I did that. Was like, oh, he's going to be in ministry because he's so much greater. No. It's because I was there. Because I said yes. I, and Again, I'm not trying to brag upon myself. I just, I showed up and I said, okay, what can I do? What do you have me do? He asked, Pastor Danny asked me to do something. I'm going to do it. I'm going to figure it out. Faithfulness. Something that some people don't understand. Again, you know, people who hop around at churches, um, when you get behind a vision that's bigger than the vision or dream that you have, the dream and vision that you have that God has given you comes to pass quicker. I I, I can tell you that because I've seen it and it's happened in my life. I don't. Uh, let me just say it. I don't even know where I would start to you know, even you know before coming here where I would start to go back to Iggy to preach. That's. It wouldn't even have been possible. I, I can't even comprehend now that it worked. work. But because of me surrendering to authority and getting behind this vision and being faithful, that came to pass. That thing that was upon my heart came to pass. When you get behind a bigger vision, your vision comes to pass. Faithfulness not shrinking back. I've used this example many times, but I feel that there's someone here whom it might help. I remember, uh, I don't know how many years it was now. its I'm getting older, so... Um, a number of years ago, we were upstairs in a leaders meeting and i uh, I know I was running sound and I know... I believe I was helping with the media ministry and doing different things. And I remember Pastor Daniel, I'd gone up, it was 6 o'clock, time for this service. It was 6 o'clock, and I went up there and I told Pastor Daniel, You know, 6 o'clock, we've got to go start. You ready to go? He turns to me and he says, Well, why don't you open? Well, can you open? And I'd never done anything like that before, and I said, Well, I'd rather not. That's what I said. And pastor said, okay, well, I'll do it. And I, I, I'll never forget. This is a profound thing that's happened in my life. Pastor Karen was up there as well, and she looked at me, and she said, don't shrink back. And from then on, whenever I've been asked to do something, I do it. One, because of what was said and what Pastor Karen said, and two, because I found out when you do that, God comes through for you. And I don't know about you, but I need it. This reminds me of when I was preaching Igigig. I I didn't feel like I was doing any good at all. And it was just, I thought it was awful. But then God came. I don't know how many times that's happened for me where I'm doing something, I know He told me to do, and I don't feel like I'm doing it very well, but then God came. And what was unimaginable for me right then became reality. I think this is going to help somebody. You know, there might be a dream that you've had in your heart for so long, and it seems like nothing's happening, and and you don't even want to talk about it anymore because it's too painful. God's doing something right now. He's revitalizing dreams. It's not a coincidence that we've been talking, preaching on dreaming and vision and, and the moving of the Spirit of God because He's doing something right now. He's stirring up vision in the hearts of people. I can even feel it right now. Faith rising in this place. Because God's given you a dream. He's given you visions. He's spoken to you. It might even have been a prayer that you've been praying. Something you've been believing for. Even like um, the lady who I know had been praying for me in the church in Iggyik. When I saw her face and her, she started crying, I just realized that God wants to do the unimaginable for you. And all it takes is positioning ourselves to be able to receive that. It, it, it's funny and not so funny to me that generally we get our own way in our own way to receiving what God wants for us, to receiving what we want. But we get it in our way because we want to do our own thing and get it our own way. How do you position yourself? to walk in the unimaginable, surrender, faithfulness, and stepping out in faith, which I kind of hit on already because He is always faithful. One of my favorite quotes that I tell myself all the time is that our man's impossibility is God's opportunity. Where we fall short is where God shows off. Where we can't do it anymore is when He comes in power and does something that we couldn't even imagine one of the greatest revelations that god had given me concerning praying for people for healing i used to have a really hard time coming up and praying for people for healing because i couldn't you know i i can't heal that person i i can't heal anybody i i, I can't i not i wouldn't i wouldn't even know where to begin how do i heal somebody and god started speaking to me That all I'm doing, and I've shared this before, but all that I'm doing when I'm praying for somebody, whether it's here or there or wherever, all I'm doing is stepping into an opportunity. And God does the rest. All I do is step into the opportunity He's placed in front of me. And it's on Him. It's not on me. I I, I can't tell you the freedom that I found in that. It's not on me. When I pray for somebody, it's not on me. It's on God. I just follow what He said. Uh, you know, I, you got to live righteously. You got to be saved. You got to live right for Him. But to encourage some of you who may have never prayed for somebody, you don't know what's going to happen. I've heard people say, "You know, what if I pray for somebody and nothing happens?" Well, nothing. You didn't see anything happen. Maybe something happened. But what if you did see something happen? Stepping out in faith. If you want to see the something you've never seen before, you've got to do something you've never done. Hear that? If you want to see something you've never seen before, you've got to do something you've never done before. And lastly, patience. You know, as a generation right now, you know, we, we rely on the Internet and microwaves and we want to have it now. And if it's not here right away, we're going to complain to somebody about it. And then we go and we ask God for something, and He makes us wait. Now, there's a lot of reasons for that. I, I don't want to go into all of it. It's some of it's character building. You know, God's not going to give you something that you can't handle. You know, if He's given you a dream and a, a vision for uh, maybe a specific ministry or to go and be a missionary somewhere, and He, you know, you're not in that place, but you've been, um, you've been faithful. You've surrendered to Him. You've been diligent. You've been stepping out in faith. Well, you just keep doing that. You keep doing that. And He builds your character and He brings you to a place where you will be a good steward with that. Because right now, I'll tell you, God has put a specific vision upon my heart. Um, He's spoken to me and my wife. um, Some different things. And I know that currently where I'm at right now, if I moved into that position to do that, I'd just ruin it. Aside from God's help, but He's building my character. He's helping me with my character. He's, you know, putting me through trials, and by His grace, I'm passing them. But we have to have patience. And another revelation that we need to have is God is outside of time. You know, we think linear, linearly. We think in in time. You know, if you look at When Jesus turned water into wine, before He did that, His mom asked Him to, and He said, it's not His time. And then He goes and turns water into wine. And because of what Mary did, it brought what was for a different time into now. You know, God is outside of time, meaning that He's past, present, and future. He sees all, and even I have a hard time comprehending it, but what... Could be unimaginable for us, which you know could you know we can think you know God's given us a vision and it's going to happen way in the future. If we position ourselves with His will, it speeds that up. It brings what was for in the future to now. Like just like going Igigik, that's something that I believed someday eventually God was going to allow me to go down there with Pastor Daniel to do. I don't know what. But for that to happen right now, again, it's an unimaginable. I, I I couldn't have seen that. Though I'd been praying for it. Now, let me, let me say this before I move on to my notes. That reminds me of the disciples when, uh, now you might have to help me, I think it was... Peter was in jail. It was Peter or Paul. I think it was Peter was in jail and they were praying for him to be released. Was it Yeah, it was Peter. They were praying for him to be released and, you know, God does a miracle. He gets released. He comes and knocks on the door. Somebody answers, um, and shuts the door and goes and tells them Peter's out there and they don't believe her. They're praying for it. And what God did was so unimaginable. They they couldn't even comprehend it. Even when they were in the midst of it, they couldn't comprehend it. Peter was out there. He had to to knock some more. He had to wait for them to come. That's what God wants to do continually. And all these things can be accelerated, as Pastor Daniel already said, by prayer and fasting. If you've got a dream, you've got a vision, you've got something upon your heart, something you're believing for, you pray. You fast. You spend the time. You sacrifice for that thing. I believe it's time to move into the unimaginable. I, I you know, If you have a, a prophetic bone in your body, you can feel that there's something happening. Even as when we were in Iggy, and I, I preached that message that, again, I, I didn't think was so good, but God came. Uh, Pastor Daniel even said he felt a change, that something happened. And... As I've been praying since that time, and since I've been back, I I feel, it's like, I have a hard time putting it in words, but I feel emotion. I feel something moving that before was stopped. That there's something that God has in motion right now that cannot be stopped. Something broke in such a way that there's nothing that can stop this movement. And for myself, I'm praying that I can understand and see where he's going. Follow his leading to be able to move with that flow. Something was broken. There's moving that's happening. Now I am going to tell you, I don't know how I can put it in even better words as we've been moving through this even season of preaching on dreams and and seeing your visions come about and the desires of your heart and identity and knowing who you are, that there's coming a time of not just talking about the dreams, but seeing them fulfilled in a way like never before. I I, I feel so um, strongly impressed that many people who've had a vision and a dream who may have even gone to church for years that God is revitalizing and bringing a fire to that dream and bringing it back to mind and bringing that thing that's so close to your, to your heart back to you. Because He's faithful. He's given you that dream. He's given you that vision. I don't know about you, but I, I don't want to miss out on what God has for me. If He's called me to do something, He's put something upon my heart, I want to do everything that I can to walk in that thing. I don't want to be hindered. I don't want to even hinder what God wants to do. That's time for the more that you can imagine. Just as I said when I was with Pastor Daniel and I was telling him about what was on my heart and how, how close it was to me. I, I, I feel that still in a different way. That there's a moving happening that's close to my heart. And I'm not going to miss out on it. And even as I think about that, I don't want you to miss out on the dream that God has given you. You stay close to God, you surrender to it. Pray, fast, whatever it takes. And I want to believe with you. Praise God. Hallelujah. Heidi, will you play for me? Thank you. Thank you. You know, I want to pray for pray for us. The revitalizing of the dreams, the The faith. All that I've preached about and all that God's put upon my heart, I want to pray for that. But before I do that, the very first thing I said is you've got to surrender to God. And that starts with salvation. That starts with asking Jesus into your heart. Asking Him to be your Lord and Savior. Surrendering to Him. And I want to make sure tonight that You know, if you've never asked Jesus into your heart and you want to, I want to give you an opportunity to do that. Because He's got a plan. He's got a a purpose for your life. He wants to bless you. He loves you. Also, you know, maybe you've asked Him into your heart before, but you've fallen away, maybe backslidden. It's time to come back. I could have everybody stand up on their feet just for a moment. I'm going to count to three in just a moment. And if you fall into those categories, I'm going to count to three and I want you to lift your hand. You got to be sure. You can't, it's not a maybe. Maybe you're not sure tonight. You got to be sure you got to be sure. So I'm going to count to three. And if that's you, I want you to lift your hand. One, two, three. God bless you. God bless you. I see those hands. God bless you. Hallelujah. Come on, everybody. Just repeat after me. We're going to pray. Just repeat after me. Say, Dear Jesus. Thank You for dying for my sins and rising from the grave. Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Thank You for loving me. Thank You for hearing my prayer. Now let me pray for You. Father, I thank You, God, for those who have chosen You tonight. God, I pray that You'd fill them right now with Your Spirit. Give them a burden for prayer, a burden to get into your word. God. Whether they come into relationship with godly men and women, release dreams and visions. I pray. I thank you, God. For I thank you. Lord. Now I want to pray. I want to pray for those who. Have a dream, a vision, something you've been believing for. Maybe a prayer you've been praying for a family member. I want you to just agree. I want to pray right where you are. Right where you are. We're going to agree together for that thing to come about. The unimagined. Not just that that dream would come about. Not that, that just that the thing would happen. But it would be on. What you can ask or imagine. Because that's what He does. The impossible. So right where you are, just receive. Just agree right now. Father, I thank You. I thank You, God, for the dreams, the visions, the desires, the burdens, the passion, the prayers. I pray, God, right now, that You'd put a fresh fire upon those things. even those ones that are so dear to our hearts that we don't want to even speak of, I pray You'd bring that back. You'd bring that back. Right now. Right now. I thank You, God. We thank You, God. I pray, help us, God, to position ourselves to see that come to pass. Give us a greater burden and a pasture and a fire, God. Release breakthrough right now, I pray. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. Dreams, visions, signs and wonders. Thank you. Thank you. Come on, just for a moment. Let Him touch you. Let Him speak to you. this room there's the spirit of god is here i I feel that just as how i had a difficult time telling someone about telling pastor daniel about that dream that burden that was upon my heart that was so close i feel that there's people in this room that feel the same way that they haven't even asked god about it because they It's just so dear to them. This is a moment of faith. Right now, in this moment. Right where you are, lift that thing up right now. Lift it up right now. There's faith in this room. The presence of God is here. We're agreeing with you. Now, God, I pray. Come on, just lift it up right now. I pray right now. For breakthrough, God. For that dream. For that vision. For that prayer. God, breakthrough in Jesus' name breakthrough in Jesus' name. We break every hindrance in Jesus' name. Every lie of the enemy we break in Jesus' name. Bring about that thing, I pray. Bring it about. Release faith in the hearts of your people right now to move forward with that dream, with that vision, to take steps of faith. Move them forward, I pray, right now. Right now. God, do more than they could ever ask or imagine, God. Do the impossible. Show off in their lives, Father. We thank You. We thank You for it. In Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Come on, if you have the freedom to pray in the Spirit. Just pray in the Spirit right now. Amen. Exceedingly abundantly above me all.
2: Exceedingly
1: abundantly above me all. Exceedingly abundantly above a beyond, exceedingly abundantly above a beyond,
2: exceedingly abundantly above a beyond, exceedingly abundantly above above a beyond.
1: All that you can ask or think. Thank you. Mighty God, Prince of Peace. Just want to minister to a few people. James, come to the front right here. I have a word for you. Yep. if you'll let me tonight I want to adopt you officially as a spiritual son do you understand what that means? yeah you need a spiritual dad you're at a turning point in your life how many of the men in this house know what I'm talking about? good Come out from where you're standing. Come behind this young man right here. There is destiny and purpose that God has for you. I'm calling you, says the Lord. I'm calling you to cut some things off. Here's how you do this, James. Forget about the fact you're standing in front of about 100 people and you're being broadcast all over the internet. Just put that out of your mind just close your eyes and open your heart and hear what, hear, hear what the Lord says to you. There is a leadership in giftings on the inside of you. The enemy has fired many an arrow to try to undermine it to take you out but somehow by God's grace you stand here in church at the age of 13 years old. God has made you physically big strong He's making you now spiritually strong. And I charge you as your pastor and as one of the men of God and and the ones that are laying hands on you, there's, I don't know, there's a dozen guys. I charge you to fulfill your purpose. You separate yourself from knuckleheads. You hear me? You move to the front. Move to the front. Move to the front in the youth group. Move to the front. And you start getting really hungry for God. Because the decisions and choices you make right now will affect the rest of your life. You're going to choose rightly. You want God's best for you, don't you? God's got His best for you. Lift your hands. Come on, pray in the Holy Ghost, God.
3: God, we just bless this young man tonight. A picture of so many. Lord, we bring him into this house in a special way, a unique way. We pledge to train him, to encourage
1: him, to speak life, to rebuke him, to correct him, to instruct him and reproof. And that you, God, will raise him up like you did for Minister Tim, like you've done for myself, like you did for Minister Alex. He's not too young. Let your power come upon Him. Come on, guys. Just come around and pray for Him. Come on. Just pray for Him. Come on. Lift your voice and pray. There are
3: dreams. God's just looking for an opportunity to pour
1: into people. We need spiritual fathers. We need spiritual mothers. Desperately in this hour, Lord, thank you for what you're doing in our midst. Now to Him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above and beyond all that we could even ask or think. Come on, God. Come on, God. Come on, God. Come on, do it. Do the exceeding abundantly. Release power. Release dreams. Release vision tonight. Heal people. Hopelessness.
3: We command you to go. Release hope. Release hope tonight.
1: Release faith tonight. See the abundantly Above and beyond.
2: Oh. Oh.
1: God's ministering to you. Maybe through the message you know it's a message for you. Or you just feel the touch of the Holy Ghost. And you want to agree with what the Spirit of God is doing. You want prayer tonight? Come to the front. Just come right now. Just come. Come on, just come. We're going to minister to you. We're going to lay hands on you. If you want that, we're going to minister to you. Power of the Holy Ghost. Come Come on. Come on. Yeah.
3: Come. Holy Spirit, come. Holy Spirit, come tonight. Come tonight. Come. Come tonight, Lord. Breathe upon your people. Right now.
1: Keep going after God, James. Don't go nowhere. There ain't nothing out there. Go ahead, lift your hands, go after God. Go after him, tell him everything. He knows everything anyway. Touch your
3: people now. Touch your people, Lord.
1: I love you, Lord. the word of the Lord to uses not many days hence and you'll be endued with power from on high comes right out of the book of the Bible somewhere <laughs> I just drew a blank not many days hence and you'll be endued with power the Holy Spirit is coming upon you in a fresh baptism of fire and there's always been an evangelistic gift upon you but now what's going to be added is a great burden for souls. And you will find yourself weeping and taking action. I and mean, out of, out of the, your innermost being is going to flow power to win the lost and to see people touched. You have a unique way of communicating. A gift of humor and hilarity. A gift of hilarity. You're hilarious. The Lord is going to use that to touch many, many lives. You're at the very genesis of the ministry that God has for you. I'm so proud of you. So very proud of you. You will go all the way. You will go all the way. Always remember this, that it's not about you. The blessings will come and go. The difficulties will come. The offenses will come. The hurdles. The joys suffering it's about all the lives that you will touch for the glory of God should you overcome overcome even the trap of success money will be the least of your concerns you might have 50 cents in your pocket right now I, mean, I don't know <laughs> he's just teaching you to prosper In the midst of whatever you're in, it's going to bless your life. Not many days hence, power is coming to you and your home and your family and your ministry. Come here, you come here, man, come here, come in the front, hurry up, hurry up. My hand is burning on fire. Come here, come here, you lift your hands
3: lift your hands to Jesus Mike Holy Spirit of God Holy Ghost come with fresh fire tonight fire God bring him back up here come in Raise up, Lord, those with a prophetic voice. Raise up worship leaders. Raise up
1: a generation that'll dream big and see the exceedingly abundantly above abundant the beyond. All that we could ask her to think. Faithfulness, loyalty, and fruitfulness in the Kingdom of God qualifies you. Education does not qualify you. It can be good. But there are some who have more degrees than a thermometer and will never do anything for the Kingdom of God. God is raising up faithful Loyal, fruitful, sons and daughters. Now help us. Come on, ask God to help you be faithful and loyal and fruitful. Whew. Vicki, you're walking into your season too. you You're walking right into it. Thank you, God. Wants you to kick it up in the area of sanctification and prayer, you bring it to the next level. There's been a subtle assignment to try to wash you into a place of complacency. You stir yourselves up, son. You stir yourself up. Come on, just pray in the Holy Ghost, people. Pray in the Spirit. Take someone by the hand tonight. Wow, what a powerful service. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Wow. Glory to God.
0: Minister Tim, come and close us tonight. Come on, lift your voices. Pray for that person on your right and your left. Father, we thank You. Thank You for tonight. Thank You for Your Spirit that's here. God, I pray, Father, that You'd release dreams and visions on Your people even tonight, Father. As they go, God, I pray, God, that You'd release a boldness upon them. God, to move forward in what You've called them to do. Release faith, God, even as they lay hands on those around them and pray for them. God, that You'd use them in a mighty way, Father. We thank You for tonight. Thank You for what You've done. God, touch Your people. Release Your power upon them. Holy Spirit, come right now. I just thank You, God, for it. We thank You. Use us, we pray, O oh God. Use us in this time. We don't want to miss what You have for us, Father. Use us, Father, today. In our families. In our in our, in our jobs, God. In our homes, Lord, In this country. In this state. Father, we thank You. We thank You, God. God, I pray as each of Your people go tonight. God, that You would bless them. Bless them. God. Cause Your face to shine upon them, I pray. Lift up Your countenance towards them. Be gracious to them, God. Keep them. And give them great peace. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen.
2: Amen. God bless you. God bless you.